What's up, guys, and welcome to BitCast episode 99 for the week of May 15th, 2022. I'm your host, Jake Martin. On the show this week, we have the legend himself, Eric Higgins. What's up? It's good to be back. I, uh, you didn't want to bring me on for a hundred, but that's okay. You know, who said, who said you weren't going to be on for a hundred, man? I figured we might have something. I figured we might have something. (laughs) I'm honored to be the one right before a hundred though. I'll tell you that. 99 is a great number. You know, it's, it's the cap in a lot of like games, you know, it's like how many coins you can carry. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think there's been a movie with 99 in there somewhere. Or something like that. A hundred's not a realistic number in our society, but ninety-nine is a very realistic number. Everything's priced. Yes. Ninety-nine cents, you know, three ninety-nine. Right. It's never like, it's never a full one hundred percent, you know, a, bacteria cleanser. It's always ninety-nine point nine percent. You can't get that one percent. You're absolutely right. But Too in this much. case, we are gonna get that one percent. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it to a hundred and it's yeah, gonna be great. Let's do it. Uh but speaking of that. Uh, Eric, I was doing some digging on just podcasts, how many we've recorded and well, obviously 99, but how many specifically each of the co-hosts have been on Mm. and what their first appearance was. So Mm -hmm. can you guess how many episodes you've been on of BitCast, including this one? I'm going to say, oh man. If you've done 99, I'm going to guess I've been on maybe I'm going to I'm going to take a wild guess and say 8. Oh man. So everyone has really undershot. I, Matt did the same thing. Um you are this is your 20th episode that you've you've No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 20? That this, can't be real. This is your 20th episode, wow, man. Wow. My bad, dude. I should have had a higher number and you first appeared uh on episode one the very first episode of i had BitCast. a feeling i did have a feeling that i maybe was on that one when we talked about star wars the force awakens wow and that was on december 23rd 2015 so it's you know it's been a, a measly seven years since then that Pretty was a wild. different world time flies that was exciting that was, wow. that was exciting times that was when star wars was just opening back up and people were thinking it was going to be a be a great time and it was uh wasn't as great as you thought it was going to be yeah i gotta go back and listen to that now that um now that you're talking about it it's not great it's not it's not not great audio but good content nonetheless good content good content's anyway, all that matters that's all that matters but i thought that was i thought that was kind of fun um that's pretty awesome matt is holding the record right now with 32 appearances. I figured so. Matt I figured Matt had been on more than I have for sure. And you actually Nintendo, you Nintendo boys. Yeah, Landry has actually surpassed you. You're third right now for yeah. appearances. But this brings you up to 20. So yeah, you you were at 19 and today brings you to 20. So I'll also I'll take the first appearance. That's special, you know. Yeah, and you're about to be on the 100th and it's just going to be it's going to be a great time. The turtlenecks are coming back. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what Okay. I, don't, I don't know where they are either. I have no idea what happened. To I this. think I literally took mine off that day and probably left it at your house. Because <laughs> I definitely don't have that anymore. How dare you? How dare you? Sorry. Disrespect. Well, if you guys are tuning in today, we are not talking about disrespecting turtlenecks. We are actually talking about what we've been playing and this new PS Plus relaunch. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Sony has been revamping its PS Plus to compete with Game Pass. And they have 
giving us more details this week, actually, about all the games that are going to be on the service starting out, uh, as well as like just some other minor things that players might want to know about these tiers. And there's a lot of data we're going to go through. But before we do that, housekeeping, check out the polls on Spotify. Uh, usually I'll have like a question related to the show on there. So this one's going to be, you know, is PS Plus worth it? Are you going to subscribe? Which tier? That kind of stuff. Um, and you can actually watch us on YouTube. These, these, uh, these videos are recorded and uploaded later on YouTube. So you can see Eric's excellent PlayStation Plus background he has here. Ooh. Custom set. Is that actually your PS5 or is that, is that just a... Uh... No, that's just a screenshot. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's impressive. Yeah. That would be uh, sick, though. I start playing it. Yeah. <laughs> and here's what it looks like, guys. I actually have early access. Uh, and then also check us out on Twitch. Eric and I have yet to finish our uh, It Takes Two uh, Let's Play series, but we're getting close to the end on that one. I've been thinking I want to jump back into that pretty soon. We need to jump so. back in soon. I was thinking about the same thing when you asked me about the podcast tonight. So we're close. Like, you know what? We got to get there. We got to. We're so close. I'm having a great time anyways. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, drink of the show, Eric. You got anything on your side exciting? Agua. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Disappears. That disappearance. <laughs> disappears into the PS Plus. I, too, am just drinking water because <clears throat> I'm an old man who is still fighting off a cold that I got from my son. So oh, the best. Man. I think I think the whole thing is like be pre- be prepared to be sick for like the next the next three or four years. years. Yeah, I'm gonna have a great immune system, though, for later in life. You know, I got Let's sick hope. a lot when I was a kid and then I'm getting sick again all over because of my kids. So the best. All right, but we're not talking about kids, Eric. We're talking about the next thing on this list, which is what are you playing? Mm. What you got, Eric? Um, a little bit of Rocket League, okay. a little bit of Overwatch, and the okay. new the new game that I picked back up a little bit more is Apex Legends. I started playing again. I saw you on there. Um, you know what? And the occasional uh, Hell Let Loose. Your favorite game. That game sucks, dude. That game is not um, good. <laughs> I, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't suck. I'm sorry. It's just not my game. Yeah, it's not your game. But um, I think Apex is, is probably what I'm committing some time to right now. They got a new season out, so it's always exciting to start a new season with a new character. How do you... Okay, so you, so you, li- you listed off three pretty much only online games that are more yeah. comp- competitive, I would say. So, you would, so would you classify yourself as a competitive gamer oh only i thought you were about to ask um yeah probably yeah there's something about i mean we've talked about single player games god of war all that jazz shadow last of us yeah and those games are awesome and i love playing them but they're you know obviously the online games competitive quote-unquote um they're easy to pick up they're easy to pick up they're easy to it's it's a it feels like a plug and play type thing you just turn it on play it for however long you need and Mm -hmm. and you're good to go you don't really have to like mentally commit to anything that's what i was gonna just gonna say it's like it's uh more replay value you you can jump in and out when you want to and you're actually good at those games you're pretty good at all those games so it makes sense i think a lot of the online games that i i enjoy initially i fall off of because there's like a there's a skill ceiling that I hit and I'm just like, I cannot get past this level of competitiveness because I just don't have what it takes or I suck or I don't have the time. It's like, it's one of those, yeah. one of those few things. 
Uh, yeah. but I always, I always enjoy them. Like jumping in call of duty every now and then that's fun. Um, you know, I always think about jumping back in, but I'm like, I don't even know what's going on in that game anymore. I guarantee you I'm going to get waxed. I tried to download or I did download, um, Warzone a while, you know, probably a month ago thinking, you know what, I, I'm going to get back into this and just hated it. I hated it. <laughs> so I immediately deleted it and was like, why did I even try nope. to play Absolutely this? Not. I do not want but, this. Um, yeah. I mean, as much as, as much as I think I, I disliked the idea of overwatch for a long time because of that, what felt like an inaccessibility to it, mm-hmm. I would say, I would argue that as complex as it seems, it actually is really like a great just jump in and jump out type game. Yeah. And yeah. even as chaotic as it can be sometimes, it's still really, I don't know, accessible, but I could it be is. biased it at is. this point now that I've played it so much. I feel like I lose most of my firefights in that game, but I do, I do enjoy yeah. it. Like it's an easy game to jump in and like understand. You're like, okay where it's like any other battle royale but you know it's just it's there's no building you know uh mm-hmm. and so you can understand i'm just shooting the people that i see yep so yeah yeah i, I would i'd be curious to try one of those i might i might check out apex Le- legends but i remember playing with you i was always a uh i was always the uh the dead weight for you guys on the team no, so no 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 maybe maybe not we'll get you back in there matt is <laughs> matt's fresh too so he's know, committed we'll get, we'll get you back in there just need john intimate on the show shout out john yeah, John is an absolute. Talk he's about an someone who's a demon at that game. He is. He's an animal. His clips are insane. <laughs> his clips, clip that, bro. His clips. All right, uh, for me, I'm playing. Well, I, I just finished Elden Ring. I told you that I beat mm-hmm. that finally. Um, so I don't have much more to say other than I really enjoyed my experience. I, I talked about it last time on the podcast and just saying like it's it's been a great great time. I, th- I still haven't checked how many times I died. I should have done that before this. Uh, and I think, like I said, I think it took it took me about seventy hours, maybe, to finish the whole thing. I skipped a few bosses, which Not is kind of cool. Bad. You can skip stuff in this game if you want to. Uh, there's this really hard person you have to you can fight if you want to, but it's entirely optional. I mean, that's that's mm. almost half of the bosses in this game. There's a few you literally have to fight to get to the end, but um, yeah, there's like some optional ones that are just insane. Uh, and I was like, ah. I'm just going to finish the game up. And uh, what's great is they have New Game Plus, and it's uh, it's really cool. It carries over almost everything except for like your runes and your uh, user. Like it like resets the bosses, but you keep all of your weapons, your levels, like everything you've like earned up until that point. Uh, so you kind of do feel like you're rolling in as a badass as soon as you start, you know, New Game Plus. And I'm considering doing it, but I'm not sure if I want to or not. I think that's a great component. Last of Us had a similar component, I think, um, where all your crafting and stuff carried over into the new game. Yeah. And uh, I thought about doing that because it seemed cool to be able to re-explore the game, obviously, with a better build. Yeah. Um, So I feel like the experience would be almost like cheat code feeling, where where you feel a little bit... But the game is built in that way, you know, so it feels yeah. right. You're not cheating. Well, the enemies are the enemies are stronger. They have more life, stuff like that. But right. even still, like having the the best weapons, for, you know, like I got, have I have the end game weapon now, and starting the game with that one just feels like it'd be kind of fun. So yeah, I might mess around a little bit, but I doubt that I'll go all the way through the game again. But that's been great, man. So uh, yeah, if you haven't, I know you were I know you were thinking about it. 
you can yeah. find a, if you can find someone that has a disc, just see if you could borrow it from them. Um, well, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have disc player. You know. Oh, that. that's right. Oh, yeah, I got the Dig version. I could share my account with you. True. Connect you connect could. our P- primary PS5. I think you can still do that with PS5s. Yeah, you can. Sweet. Well, there you go. Maybe yeah. we could try that out. You could play. Maybe. We'll see if Maybe. I get motivated. <laughs> but you know what is going to get us motivated? Mm. This new PS Plus relaunch. Let's freaking roll right into it, okay? Oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read off some stuff. So be prepared to just sit and listen for a little bit here. But mm. PlayStation has been retooling this, as I said, at the top of the show. And they're trying to compete with Game Pass. And I think this is uh, this is pretty close. But I'm, gonna, I'm curious to hear your thoughts after we kind of run through this. But here is the breakdown for the three different tiers. And this service is going to be launching in Asia very soon on May 24th. Japan, June 2nd. North and South America, June 13th. So that's our date. And Europe, Australia, and New Zealand on June 23rd. Oh, very nice, Eric. You even have a chart back there, dude. This is great. What a what a talk show. It's just like me just talking about the things. I should have like turned I should have gotten a better better angle on it though. Yeah, this is this is a testament alone as to why you guys should watch it on uh, YouTube. It's a it's a great great experience. Eric just dodging the, just uh, dodging. the numbers. All right, so we have PlayStation Plus Essential, which is what we have right now. It is PS Plus, as you know it, two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for save games, online multiplayer access, and that's going to be still 60 bucks a year. So nothing changes there, which is good. You're not having to pay more if you don't want these services. That's what it is. And then the next tier is where we start adding in this new stuff. So we have PlayStation Plus Extra, uh, which is everything from the base as you know it, and you get a catalog of up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games, including games from the PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party publishers. Uh, games in the extra tier are downloadable for play, so it's not like a it's not a streaming thing where there's going to be lag. Like it's going to be just like Game Pass, where you can download them to your console and play them, and there's no there's no noticeable lag between uh, your controller input and the TV. It also comes with Ubisoft Plus, which gives you access to sort of their version of Game Pass or EA's own thing where there's a bunch of games you can just pick up and play. (laughs) Eric has so many pictures. This is amazing. (laughs) That is priced at $15 per month or $100 a year. So not too bad still. Not too bad. What is that? $100 here divided by 12 math. I don't know. Something like $8 maybe. A little bit over eight. Now bucks. this says uh, 120 dollars. What, what am I seeing here? That's premium. That's the next one. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. Yeah, extra is 100 bucks a year. My and bad. so that's that's the one. Well, we'll talk about this in a second. But I think that's the one that it, most people are going to go for because that is like sort of equivalent to a Game Pass is. It gives mm. you like the newer games that people probably want to play on the mm-hmm. new systems. And then we have premium. So it's it includes everything that we've just listed off, but also adds 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming. So that's where you kind of get into that murky territory of cloud streaming versus downloaded to the actual console. A catalog of classic games available in both streaming and download options, which is great, uh, from the original PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PSP generations. Uh, You get cloud streaming access for original PlayStation uh, offered an extra... This is like... This is a clarification. So only where PlayStation Now is currently available. That's that's how that works essentially. Uh, so we are, we have PlayStation Now. So that's not really a concern in, in the USA. 
um, and you can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. Uh, Time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier so customers can try select games before they buy, which is a strange thing to add in. I mean, like, the idea already is like, well, if they're available for me to stream and download for this included price, why would I play the trial as opposed to the full game? I guess the only thing you're saving there is time from having to download it, I guess, or like stream it. Well, were the trials um, games that are offered full? I thought those were games that were not offered yeah. as full um, downloadable games. Good point. Yes. So that is not for all. That is usually for the games that like are newer or people may want to check out um, and buy full price. But the, I think there are some that are still just available in the actual streaming platform. Uh, they had some listed off. I think there's some demos that they list in this list. No so, pun intended. Just so, want to make sure. I want to make sure my article is up to date. Yeah, so this one says six games are the demos. Yeah, there's probably... Uh, that, that sounds about right. Uh, at the very bottom, I think it has some time-limited game trials. I have, yeah, six demos, yeah. Um, which, obviously, I imagine they're going to rotate out. I mean, there's no way that they're going to stick with WWE 2K22 <laughs> for the rest of, you know, for you the rest wanna... of the, your life. You don't want to just keep trying that trying that game out over and over again like we yeah, used to back in the day. That'd be awesome. Um, okay, so Eric, overall thoughts on the this price tier, or do you want to go into the games first and then talk about it holistically? We can talk holistically a little bit, and then we can dive into games. I feel like okay. I don't know if I have a lot to say about the pricing. I mean, the the one thought that I feel like still kind of resonates the most with me is why and like why first of all why two <laughs> tiers why two other tiers why not just make a premium and i think they're they have to have some market research that this is mm-hmm. possibly going to work otherwise yep. they wouldn't do it i don't think but it's odd to me that they think there's enough demand for this premium package, but then also the extra. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a little bit odd to me, but I don't know if we're the target demographic anymore either. So I'll, what I will say is I, I don't, I don't have the exact example for this, but there there's market data that has shown if you give people three price options, yeah, um, cheapest middle and best, um, and really like the, the end goal probably is for just them to increase the overall value of a customer. They're probably going to see the premium and be like, ah, I don't know if that's worth it for me, but I do want to upgrade to this. Whereas if you had given them the option to just up two, uh, there's, there's less incentive. So like, you know, if someone's okay with being like, Oh, you know what? I will do like a bump and an upgrade, but I don't want to spend that much on the premium. Mm-hmm. And you'll get more customers doing that because they, they're justifying the increase in price because they think they're not doing as much as they could be. Right. Like, I'm, not, I'm not spending as much money, but I'm still I'm going to get this smaller benefit that I, I only care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, classic games still appeal to some people. You're right. Sure. Uh, I don't know if we're their target demographic anymore, but there's some things on these on this list that I would I would check out, like some of the ones that are considered like essentials in these in these collections Mm -hmm. Uh, but a lot of it especially the ps3 stuff i was just like i don't care about almost any of this um yeah 
I think the last thing I'll say about the pricing is that I'm very thankful and think it was a good move to leave the first tier as just the normal tier. I'm glad they're not forcing us to upgrade. They're yeah. not asking us to pay more. Otherwise, I think that would have been a huge, that would have been a huge, even if they had increased it by like five bucks, mm-hmm. I think it just would have really put a a wrong umbrella that, over this whole thing. Didn't that happen with Xbox? Didn't they actually say they were going to uh, ramp up their prices for, I think, gold or something like that? And then there was this huge blowback and then like, all right, we've mm. heard you. We're just going to like drop it down and then like tier these tier these systems. So I think this may have also been a learning from Xbox trying to do that, too. I'm, Maybe, I, yeah. I'm almost I'm almost certain that happened where they raised their prices. I think I podcasted about it actually, where I was like, it just sucks that Xbox is doing something that is beneficial for the gamer and like everyone's like, No, yeah. don't change the price, don't do it. Yeah. Um but in the in this instance, yeah, it's like it's nice to not have to also pay more if I don't want to when everything else is increasing in price too. Mm-hmm. Netflix and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, good good uh good uh customer move there, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I'm not totally sure. I think this would be like a a monthly trial thing for me. Where like if a game interests me, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna subscribe Jump. one month to this thing and just play these two games that I will, I've been wanting to check out and then unsubscribe. It's the best thing that subscription mm-hmm. services has ever really introduced into the world of consumption of media and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Is that you can jump in and out of things. You're not yeah. forced to pay a full year. Yeah, and oh. uh, or limited. You know, um, they, would lo- they would love that. They would love if you ac- actually subscribed for a full year. And I think they, oh, yeah. they, I think initially they like that was like the malicious intent behind a lot of subscriptions is like, we're going to do mm-hmm. this and it's going to be an auto renew subscription service and we're just going to hope you forget about it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, us smart folks, we're going to, we're going to unsubscribe before that hits us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's look at this game list. I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of really skim through this list. This is, and there's, there's, a, there's a ton of games. Um, but this is the PS4 and PS5 game catalog so far that is confirmed for premium and deluxe plans. So Alienation, Bloodborne, Concrete Genie, Days Gone, um, Death Stranding, and Death Stranding Director's Cut, Demon's Souls, uh, Destruction's All-Stars, Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, God of War, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Infamous, you got Knack, you, you gotta have Knack. Uh, Little Big Planet, Loco Roco, Remastered, Marvel's Spider Man and Miles Morales, which is really cool. Uh, Matterfall, which is Housemark, um, Pat Upon, Returnal, which is one of the PS5 like staples right now. Resogun, I'm assuming this is the Shadow of the Colossus remake. Yes, it is. Uh, the Last of Us Remastered, The Last of Us Left Behind, uh, Uncharted: The Nathan Drake Collection, Uncharted 4, and Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. So pretty much all of the, the Uncharted games. And then the Wipeout collection. So that's that's like the PS4 and PS5 games, which is pretty solid. And that was for extra, right? Yes, premium and cool. extra. Well, right, obviously yeah. premium, yeah. 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 And then third-party partners that are adding games. You have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is pretty huge. Uh, Celeste, an excellent platformer. Control, uh, Dead Cells, Final Fantasy XV, Hollow Knight, an excellent indie game. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh... Let's see here. NBA 2K22, Outer Wilds, Red Dead Redemption 2. That's a pretty big get. Um, Soul Calibur, Resident Evil, Artful Escape. Um, and that's that's it. That's the list just initially for the PS4 and PS5 stuff, which I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on that list? 
I mean, again, I see all these games and I'm like, it's cool that they're available. I would have probably loved this as a teenager. Yes. You know I what I mean? Time like, for all these. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like looking at it now, I'm like, what's the point of even having all these games? But it would have been exciting as maybe even, you know, early college years, maybe not even just as a teenager, but just. There's another thing about like the subscription service that feels a little bit late to the party. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had really leaned into this stuff five years ago, mm-hmm. I feel like this would have been huge. Well, but it's just kind of like you got to th- you got to think about again. The, you're saying the younger generation and people that are new to this ecosystem, like. If they're, if they're just jumping in and they have not played any of these games before. True. I mean, they have huge. a huge library of games that they can just pick and choose um, for only, you know, even in a year. Let's just say yeah. they're, they're spending a hundred bucks versus if they wanted to buy six games, 700 bucks, you know, six, six, you know, they're, they're saving a ton of money, which is to yeah. me the hugest benefit, like the biggest benefit in this whole scenario is like if you were going to play these games anyways. Yes. Um, this is a massive, this is a massive uh, cost savings. Uh, and know, like, there's some good games on there. It reminds me of when the, the, the days before the movie pass. Did, no, but similar <laughs> is um, when you would be, or at least for me, I would have the excitement of looking for like um, bundles on eBay. You know what yeah. I mean? Where you'd, yep. you'd be like, Oh, I'm going to get, 50 games look at all these this, games they're giving me yeah that's what it kind of reminds me of is is being excited to see all of these top tier games and you're not necessarily paying obviously full price for it right i mean i mean it's cool to have access to this stuff for sure you're, and, not, getting, you're not getting day and date new releases um, yeah. that's that's the biggest thing here um so like they've they've come out multiple times and said they're not doing the get the xbox thing fully where you're getting brand new games day one on game like on this service uh it is just going to be like you can buy the brand new game that's just come out that's one of our tentpole franchises uh or you can just play all these somewhat older games that are still excellent and eventually these new ones will roll on over to the, the service eventually yeah um so so yeah, that that's the PS5 and then we have the classic games catalog which is only in the premium or like deluxe like the the big dog plan. This so is where this, I kind of got a little bit more excited to be completely honest. Cuz yeah, there's some games I know Siphon Filters on your list. Uh, <laughs> yes. But yeah, even for me like I would like to just revisit Ape Escape. I think that those games were just kind of quirky. I would just like mm. to jump in and just see what that's about. Uh we got Hot Shots Golf, Siphon Filter, Super Stardust Portable. Uh, and I think those are PSP and PlayStation Studio games originals. Then we have Mr. Driller, Tekken 2. Uh, let's see. We have Ape Escape 2, Arc the Lad, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack X, Combat Racing. Dude, nice. Good background. Yes. You, you're with it, brother. I appreciate yes. this. The Precursor Legacy, Rogue Galaxy, Siren, Wild Arms 3. And then we have these third-party remasters that are Baja Edge of Control, Bioshock Remastered, which, you know, eh, that's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's so cheap these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Borderlands Collection, The Handsome Collection, um, Kingdoms of Amalur, Re-Reckoning, which came out not too long ago, and the Lego Harry Potter Collection, which just seems strange. I skipped some, some of the games in there. There's more than that, but uh, those are the notable ones. Uh, what are you excited about in that list? Definitely Jack and Dexter's. <laughs> All um, of them? Well, 
I, I mean, obviously I've got a screenshot from two here. I, I actually watched some gameplay of the original. It, I don't think I would be able to play that one. It's, <laughs> it's too poly. It still leans too much into the old polygon style. Jack 2 is a nice advance in graphics and I think quality of game. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack 3 obviously is, is just as good. I don't really actually remember a lot about Jack 3's story. So maybe the story wasn't as good, but Jack 2 is, is amazing. And then, of course, you know, Siphon Filter, dude. <laughs> Siphon Filter. Siphon Filter. I mean, talk about Polygon. We've talked about Polygon stuff before, but, like, look at the graphics on this thing. It looks like trash. It just does it not does. look good. Now, maybe there'll maybe they'll be some type of improvement. I doubt it. But doubt it, it is pretty crazy, the idea of being like, oh, I'll just pop on to play Siphon Filter again. Yeah, or Jack just- and Dexter. I'm feeling um, nostalgic. I'm just going to go revisit those old games real quick. It's fun, and you yeah. have access to them. Another game I'd be excited to play again. I don't actually remember anything about this game other than being really mesmerized by it is Dark Cloud, the first game. Yes, dude. Um, yes. I don't remember anything about it. Nothing so, other than just being like, what is this world? Exactly. My I watched my brother play, I think both, and all I remember is like the swords you could make in there, and like yes. you craft, and like the little like pieces you had to like keep on equipping to your swords to get different benefits and mm-hmm. then the town you were in and yeah there was i remember there being good music too that's yep. that's about all i remember from that game but yeah <clears throat> i'd be curious to check that back out just to see just to see what it's like just to just to I, check it out i think the only problem is other than maybe jack and dexter for me is I don't think I'd play any of these games, maybe Dark Cloud, but I really don't think I'd play any of these games beyond like a couple of hours. Exactly. You know, I'd be done with them. Yeah, you check them out, be like, oh, cool. Yeah, this is what I remember. And I don't want to spend my time playing this game. Yeah. yeah. There's some that could, yeah. that could catch you. Some could catch you. I mean, For again, sure. Dark Cloud 2 could be one where I'd be like, this is good enough to where I'm going to just go ahead and finish this. But I think it's like yeah. a, it's a beefy RPG. Like, I think it's going to be mm-hmm. pretty lengthy. So I'm like, eh, maybe not. All right, and then the last few lists we have there, these are the most uh, uninteresting to me, but there's some games that maybe could be fun. Um, One second. We have Demon's Souls, and these are like the PS3 versions, so so keep this in mind. It's not like, I don't think any of these are remasters. It's like, this is like straight up how they looked on the PS3. So it's like, why would you play Demon's Souls from the PS3 that doesn't look as good as like the most recent remasters uh, that they have? Uh, But anyways... This is just my thought. Uh, Hot Shots, Golf Out of Bounds, and World Invitational. Ico, which is a classic when that came out, or Ico, however you pronounce that. Infamous Games, which I know some folks are excited about. Uh, one and Two, and Festival of Blood. Uh, Loco Roco, which actually is a pretty fun series. Uh, Motorstorm, which is like the racing game. Puppeteer is one I wanted to check out. We get the Ratchet and Clank series, Quest for Booty, A Crack in Time, and Into the Nexus. So maybe just, again, games you'd check out for a second. Be like, yeah, okay. Because uh, the most recent ones on PS4 and the most and uh, Rift Apart on PS5 are excellent, and they're just better versions of I think those games. Mm. Uh, Resistance Three, uh, Super Stardust HD, Tokyo Jungle, which I know a lot of folks are actually excited about. I never played that. Never even heard of it. Yeah, people are are pretty pumped about that one. Uh, and then we get get into the third party uh, partners: Asura's Wrath, uh, Castlevania, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Fear, Lost Planet, Ninja Gaiden. Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare, which I know a lot of folks liked as well. And then the last thing on this list for the premium thing is the studio trials or like the the game trials. So Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, which again, Legacy of Thieves is included 
in the initial one up there. So it's like, why is that a why is that a trial? Um, mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, which is also oh wait no that one is not included. That is the newest one. I get uh, Zero Dawn and Forbidden West mixed mm. up. So that one is actually the newest uh, for Forbidden West game. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Cyberpunk, sorry, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Farming Simulator 22, and WWE 2K 2020, uh, yeah, 22. Uh, so those those demos do not entice me. The demos are really weird. I don't know if they're just like trying to test that to see if people are going to adopt that or not. But why wouldn't the, you just the choices include, are very weird? Why wouldn't you just give the demo option to all the tiers? I know. Because, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you have to pay the most to be able to just try this little sliver of a game. And it's, it's like... six. It says it's... Sorry. Six games, two hours. You only get two hours. That's, like, not even enough most of the time to, like, even get into the story. Like, Cyberpunk, the intro is that long. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know why, the, why this is limited to the premium um, plan. Because it just, it just seems like if you want people to try these games and then buy them full price... Give that option to everyone at all at all tier levels. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's got to be I, cost cost like it's got to cost something for them to think that it needs to be up there. I have a feeling that maybe, as I said, maybe this will evolve a lot better. Oh, you I'm know, sure. It's one of these things where launches sometimes are just horrible in certain ways, and I think this is just one of those things where in the future this will be a lot more sought after. But yeah. right now they probably struggled to get any rights to any games to demo them. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is probably true. So I think they, there's probably just like some practical, I mean, I'm guessing who knows, they got but... farming simulator in a wrestling. Game. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we went through all the games. That was a lot of games. We didn't mm-hmm. name off everything, but Eric, I want to know just overall thoughts, like which one, which tier is appealing to you, if any, um, it, yeah, like, uh, you know, is this worth it? Is this, are these tiers worth it? I mean, like I said, I don't think I personally would do this. I think the cost, if you're really considering it, is totally great. I mean, like we said yeah. earlier, you're getting so much content and it's really good content too. Like, there's some weird stuff in here, but, <laughs> you know, for the most part, both tiers seem really attractive. I think if I were to do it, kind of like we were talking about earlier, I would just go all out. Yeah. Just get the premium for like a month or two, see how it goes, mm-hmm. and get my get my fill. And then when they start adding games in later on, pop it back premium, on. You know, pop back on, get the premium again, play the games I want to play. So hearing and, you hearing you say that real quick makes me mm-hmm. think makes me think of this like larger narrative that is not probably true, but I'm starting to think that almost all developers would rather, almost all um, platforms like Xbox, uh, PlayStation, they want people to stop buying physical copies of the game so they can save money um, because it doesn't get resold. Um, And then that way people are forced to actually just subscribe or pay for these games outright all the time. Um, You know, I think like if everyone switches over to subscription and they're playing this way, I think holistically... Um, you get the guy that only buys FIFA every single year to spend more money than he would because mm. he only buys FIFA every single year, you know? Um, and then, again, yeah, you're not having to ship physical games. You're not having to do that whole rigmarole as much because everyone's subscribing and then 
there's there's got to be a cost benefit to this because um, it just seems kind of crazy uh, to cut this cut like the seventy dollar price tag game out. Um, I wonder too if if they're starting to try and introduce. I don't know if this is exactly what you were saying, but I had a thought of what if what if console wars almost go exclusively console exclusives and you can't even buy individual games anymore. You have to buy a subscription to PlayStation. I mean, this is obviously like way out there because you'd be excluding a lot of things. But what if we get to the point where both Xbox and PlayStation are essentially forcing players to choose a console or both, but then you have to sign up for a subscription service to even access Mm. those Mm. games. So you don't get to buy individual games anymore. You pay $300 a year to get the all launches, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably what we're going to end up with. I don't know if you saw Microsoft is releasing a, like a Roku style streaming stick or something like that. Like a pub. I didn't see that that you can plug into your TV and that's how you're going to access these games. Like you don't have to even uh, buy an Xbox console necessarily. It won't oof. be as good of an experience as it would be on the like Xbox series X, but it'll be enough for a lot of folks to be happy. It's like, cool. Mm. I can play games for only a hundred bucks. I have all these games and you know, I'm paying a subscription service to play Xbox games. Interesting. Um, I think they're going to go that route eventually. I think it's going to be app based. It's just going to be like, you have the PlayStation plus app. Mm. which gives you access to all these games. And it's not going to be as much now. Like, look at this huge collection of games that I physically own. Um, Yeah, I think that's the future we're headed towards if this actually works. Mm. I still think people are going to want to have their own games. That They're going to want to be able to own their games. I'm sort of still in that camp. Sure. Uh, But even still, like, I see the benefit of some of this stuff. Um, And real quick, I actually failed to mention this. The Ubisoft Plus games. Which is a pretty good list. Some of them are already included in there, but you have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, For Honor, The Crew 2, Child of Light, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, Far Cry 3 Remaster, Far Cry 4, uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole, South Park, The Stick of Truth, uh, let's see, uh, Starlink, Steep, The Crew, Division, um, Transference, Trials Fusion, whole bunch of Trials games, Watch Dogs, Werewolves, and then Zombie. Uh, So like... There's like overall, I think, 27 games that are starting out on the service that you get as well from the Ubisoft Plus stuff. So that's pretty cool, too. I mean, like, I, mm-hmm. you know, never played Far Cry 3. I heard that's like everyone's favorite. Uh, so that'd be like one that I might want to check out. But again, it's like, I don't know if I really will. Yep. Uh, Steep, maybe. I would want to check that one out. And that seems like an easier game to get into, get in, out, in and out of. But, or not Steep. What's the, what's the newest one that was the like one? Extreme Sports? Um... Shoot, I played a demo of it. It actually was pretty cool. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm forgetting. I thought it was steep, but it's not. It's not steep. Or maybe no. it is. I don't know. Steep is an older version. It's an older precursor yeah. to this newest one. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. So I just added that in. But I, I'm I'm same as you. I think I'm a little more positive on this. I mm-hmm. think I, as the service builds more, I could see myself opting into the plus extra to play a lot of those PS4 and PS5 games. And then just periodically bumping up like a month just to play a few classic games that I missed, like Siphon Filter or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then probably just dropping back down if there's nothing that interests me. Because, um, yeah, I mean, if if we're getting more and more like new games that come to the service two months after the launch date, 
I think I'm okay waiting that long to play mm -hmm. those games. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know what the delay is going to be for those games coming to the service, but if it's not as bad, you know, like I'm the same way with movies these days. Like a lot of times I'll see a movie that I would normally have gone and seen in theaters, but I'm just like, eh, that's one I'll just wait to see when I, you know, when it comes out on streaming. Because mm -hmm. uh, it isn't that far behind now these days. It's like usually two months. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see how this works, how, how people like it. And, um, you know, we, only, we can only just wait until June 13th till it all rolls out. So tell mm. us what you guys think about the new PlayStation Plus relaunch. Yay, nay. Which one do you like best? And we'll uh, talk about that next time on the podcast. But before we close out, I have a new segment I want to talk about real quick. And it's called This Game Rips. Eric. We need some uh we need some segment music there. Yeah, some sort of explosion or something like that. You want me to go first? Uh this is just for you, Eric. Oh. So, Eric, I want you to tell us in less oh. than a minute about a game that you think just absolutely rips. And right. why people should check it out. I'll uh, I'll start the clock. You have you can start here in the in the five seconds. Five, four, three, mm -hmm. two, one. Go. So for me, my game that rips is Sea of Thieves. Ooh. Um. Now, unfortunately, it's an Xbox PC exclusive, which maybe one day we will get to play exteriorly on other consoles that's the okay. hope mm -hmm. but this game rips because if we if you and i had this or if if our crew of friends had this game i think we would be having a blast at this game this game is ultimate party game um for two reasons one super accessible i mean it's mm -hmm. so easy to jump into there's very little learning curve and it's really exciting. It's an exciting game, especially when you're playing with people you know. And it looks and it's, like it's, it's beautiful, too. It's a beautiful game. It, it, it ran really well day one. How much time do I have? Five seconds. Four. Uh, three. That's it. Two. What? Hey, I'm sold. I'm sold. And you had a background. So if you guys are watching the video version, you'll get to see what Sea of Thieves looks like behind Eric. I have always wanted to play Sea of yeah. Thieves. And actually, when Xbox Cloud, whatever they have that that service is called, I actually tried it out on my Mac here, and um, I was not too in, not too in love with the connection. But I think I, I think I may have like had something set up incorrectly. I'm, I'm almost certain I was hardwired, but I'm I'm down to try it again, and I think I could. I, I don't know if I could get. There's a way to get this on PC on Mac. Like I'm pretty sure I could just download um, Steam and play it on this computer, but it wouldn't be the best. But right. I'd be down because I can just connect my PS5 controller to the to the computer, and we could we could jump on there and play a little bit. So if we could if we could figure it out, I really do think. <clears throat> I mean, it, it was it was just a game that unfortunately we didn't have collectively access to, but I really feel like it would be kind of a Rocket League type game for us where we would just easily jump in and out of it and hang out. Spend, yeah. Spend a couple hours exploring and fighting off people. And just like jaws of the line. Exactly. And the stakes <laughs> are really low too. It's like, who gives a, yeah. you know, who cares if you sink your ship? It's like, yeah, you lose a little bit of gold and you just buy oh, a new ship and you're good to go. Another thing, another point I didn't get to say 
I'm, I'm going to cheat. Up. You messed up, cheat. man. That's it. You're done. You're cut off. Mute my mic. <laughs> is um is that it's not a pay to win either. There's yeah. no aspect of the game. It's all cosmetics. And, you know, you got to root for games like that that don't finesse people who are just learning the game. You know, yeah. it's really accessible. So, yeah, that's it. Well, there you have it, guys. The not minute segment of this mm. game rips. Minute Check and, out minute and 30 seconds second. Yeah, something like that. Maybe two, right. minutes. Two, two minutes, two minutes. But you sold me enough in the first minute. So great job. Thank you. Well, thanks for that, Eric. And unfortunately, all that is the end of our podcast. Remember, you can find us on all the podcasting platforms. Eric, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Absolutely, man. I'm excited for 100. I don't know what you got planned, but... Uh, oh, it's going to be wild. I mean... I'm going to do something with like the hundreds. You know, like uh, I wrote down some ideas and I'm going to I'm gonna be uh, leaking those out over the next week and a half. I think. Let I'm me ask try... you this. Te- get a little teaser going. Are we getting a... Are we trying going to try and get a full crew? I was thinking it would be a bigger crew than what we normally would do. I like to hear that. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to yes. be sexy. It's going to be wild. Dude, if you Can't guys aren't bombed, I am. Hey, come on. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. The full crew and more, maybe? And more. Together? Maybe guest appearances. A little oh, su- my Surprise goodness. pop-in guest. Live call-ins. Who even knows, man? Who wow. even knows? Wow. Remember, remember, you can uh, follow us on bitblogist.com, uh, on Twitch, Discord, and social channels. Like I said, Eric and I might be streaming It Takes Two Ooh. sometime soon. So if you haven't yet, check us out there. Follow us so you get notified when we are live. Um, and I also just published a blog about the best PS5 games that you could check out right now. Uh, so if you have been looking to get a PS5 before all this comes out and you are looking to you know start out your collection or even pick the ones that you think you should play in the new tiers, there's a list there for that. Ask questions here and send emails to bitcast at bitbloggers.com. Until next time, this has been Bitcast. Thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff. Peace. Peace. For my Adios. Mark.